Welcome to Infinity Circuit Radio. My name is Alex. And I'm Wes. Well, welcome back, guys. And uh, wow, there is a ton to talk about. Um, we had some episodes already recorded, and we said, to hell with it. We need to record another episode right now because uh, the dam is bursting. And GW is yeah, released. Yeah, the Infinity a... Circuit's buzzing right now, isn't it? Oh, uh, she's a singing. <laughs> the the chorus of voices is at uh is reaching pandemonium levels and it's it's really really exciting um because i you know i, I think i've said this before but as playtesters we don't really know what's getting new models or not there's no photography and there's very little artwork uh released in the playtesters copies of the rules so even if it's like you know, new fire dragons or whatever, we're done. If there's not like any major changes like war gear or something like obvious that we can parse out, we don't know what's coming. Um, so this has been very exciting. It is. It's like Christmas, isn't it? Cause you get the Christmas when you like going through the initial codex and stuff and giving you feedback and stuff. And then, then there's a bit of a break in between the actual book coming out. And then, yeah, so this, this build up right now of everybody else getting excited around us and then, seeing all these little leaks of different uh models and stuff it's just so cool right now yeah it, it it is exciting and um obviously with things like the shroud runners it's pretty obvious that a new book is coming at some point uh i i have no idea when uh, i didn't really know when the drukari book was going to drop it dropped way ahead of when i thought it was going to um, so maybe the craft world book is coming sooner than later. I, I hope that's the case. So we're just going yeah, to have to wait not to really see. think about it too much otherwise, cause you just go insane waiting for these products. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And, um, being like a play tester, it's like, you're, you're like a man out of time. You're like Captain America. Like, you know, you just, you're living in like a different world at times. So like when models start getting released is really exciting for us. So it's like, we're rejoining the rest of humanity. So <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, my, my messages are buzzing and people go, have you seen this? I'm like, yes, yeah, it's really cool. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, the fun thing for me is I don't really follow like the Warhammer community thing very closely. So like when the new models are released, somebody usually sends it to me. I'm like, Oh, finally that it's happened, you know? So, yeah. And I'm, 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 you know, pretty damn excited about, uh, some of these releases, some more than others, some I'm not wild about, but, um, yeah, why don't we uh, start going through some of them? Yeah, should we, which one should we start with? Let's start with the uh, sort of the first batch that they released. Uh, you know, Rangers. This new sculpt yeah. looks absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm really happy that they didn't sort of deviate too far away from those really great fourth edition sculpts. Sort of like a hybrid between the original second edition and fourth edition sculpts. Um, I actually think this is the best batch of sculpts in the um, in the entire line of things that have been released thus far. These in the Shroud Runners, um, but I think these look amazing. Yeah, they're really beautiful. They're doing a great job, and I think uh, we kind of had a hint at these a little while back when we got the Blackstone Fortress because mm -hmm. uh, they had the the plastic uh, Ranger in there, and that was just stunning. So to get an entire box of these things now is going to be epic. Yeah, I think they took that model and did it like one better. Um, she'd fit in really well with these guys. Um, but 
there's just something like I really feel like they nailed the poses. The poses feel like very natural. Um, and it's a, like a mix of sort of like aiming and um, sort of like good relaxed poses too. I feel like they'll fit together good as a squad. So and, and that little device thing in the hand as well. It looks like it's hovering, but it's it's not really. Yeah, that that little bit right there uh, will be interesting. Um, I'm really excited about. I mean, we could talk a little bit about this, but like Rangers are one of the units that I'm very excited about. Um, I've been playing them a lot, and I think they're going to be very, very popular. I think they're really, really good, and um, I'm just excited for all this stuff to finally get out into the wild. Yeah, likewise. I've got, uh, I've got, well, three units for my Latok army, and I've got one unit for my Samhan army. So, yeah, an extra, uh, extra unit of uh, Rangers go down really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm geared up to you know, play a lot of these units and I have three units of five myself and, but I will definitely be picking up more. Um, I'm really excited about Rangers and this is sort of like an essential kit. Like this would have been extremely popular in eighth edition. And I think it will be extremely popular in ninth edition. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and on a selfish note, I'd quite like these kill team as well. They look, uh, they look stunning. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited about the objective marker as well. Um, that's like one thing that I'm really, really pumped about. You know, it seems sort of like minor, like how can you be really, really pumped about, you know, the little Kurnos, um, you know, sh statue. But just, I, I feel like that's like a nice little bonus to give uh, Azriani players. Uh, I don't think there's any other faction that get like their own like little objective marker. Um, in each of the in each box set and i feel like that no, goes yeah. a long way because eldar terrain is actually kind of hard to diy yeah it really is uh yeah because i got quite a few that i collected from the um the Avenger box set so it'd be nice to have this one to go along with it as well completely unexpected i know they did it with the the banshees but i just from my mind it was just and the the incubi for that matter actually i, yeah. I thought it was just going to be for, for like aspect wars but to to get it for um for the range as well it's really cool yeah i'm really excited about that and yeah the, the the fallen scorpion one for the incubi was a really cool nod and um I, I i'm just excited to have more of a variety of these and like i said like the eldar terrain like if you're you have to sort of buy it like i like it's you have to be either like a really talented terrain maker uh, because the shapes are so organic and like the even like the fantasy line, they don't really have anything like this. So it's cool. It's very unique. Um, it's definitely unique to 40K. And uh, it's nice to get a little bit of extra love. Yeah, it really is. I remember actually at Warhammer World, years and years ago, they, they auctioned off some of the like, uh, in the back of some of the images is like these uh, really wiry looking sort of like statue type things. They're like the Eldari sort of shape things. And they had a few of those there. And uh I didn't buy them, and I really, really regret it because you just can't get that sort of thing anywhere. No, no, it's it's why I sort of scooped up a lot of the high elf stuff when the like it was really apparent, like yo, you better get this now. Um, so <laughs> yeah. like I scooped up like a couple of the chariots with the lions, the dragon prince. The dragon prince was like the big, big pickup. Like some of the stuff get it while it's good because when, when it's gone, it goes quick, especially for sort of like the elf faction. Um, because there's like a really strong 
fan base, you know, behind it. And conversion bits are hard to come by, even in the age of like Shapeways and everything like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah, so on the whole, I'm, I'm really excited for Rangers. I think they can be a, a really sweet kit, and I'm at least going to get one, maybe two boxes. Yeah, I would like. I would honestly like to have. Um, a whole set like because you have like a unit of rangers for your sam han like my rangers are done in like my quote unquote umbral watchers scheme which is all black that's my latok themed army but it would be okay. cool to have like some for my lions of assyrian like dedicated lions of assyrian rangers but i don't know in the corsair theme it sort of makes sense to have multiple coteries um like working together like that's one of the fun things about corsairs is almost like you were talking about with harlequins like having them painted up in like a variety of schemes is sort of like a nice throwback idea i mean i could definitely go yeah. for a brigade of them <laughs> at any rate <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it just gives you some variety there doesn't it i think yeah you can definitely do that yeah so um and that you know the the fun doesn't stop with that particular little uh unit of outcast because shroud runners wow you want to talk oh, about wow. throwback this is like oh man it was a war second gear edition? upgrade yeah a second edition war gear upgrade never had models and uh they've been going into the Wayback machine lately over at gw and i mean these guys are amazing this this sculpt is fantastic yeah just just blown away by these ones they're just uh they're just so well done, like the the capes and the way they're blowing on there as well, and just the way they're positioned and riding dogs. In my head, I couldn't really, re, you know, sort of think about how these guys would look. But then when you see those, it it kind of looks quite natural, really, for those guys to be riding on the back of a speeder bike at whatever speed, shooting their sniper rifles. It just it just works. It really does, and uh, it's interesting too because the bike is basically the same size as like the Wind Rider, and they just whoever whoever designed this just mat, like did a masterful job in terms of like i don't know just designing this thing just in terms of like the balance of the model it's a a pretty immaculate job and it was cool to see them keep it at wind rider size and not lose any of the elegance um like a, a lot of it has to do with like the interplay of like the capes and like the little you know the wings on the side of the jet bike i mean they did just a phenomenal job, and this is another unit I'm like really, really excited about. It has like a very different role than you'd sort of expect. Yeah, they talk about the willing suspension of disbelief, don't they? In terms of like well, these model makings, this one's easily willing uh, suspension of that because it just it just looks right. <laughs> yeah, for, for the physics that just look right for a, something that's completely imaginary. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is sort of like a classic sort of like example of what works in warhammer like where it's just so cool that you accept it you know yeah it's like you know warlord class titans with power fist you're just like yeah of course it has a power fist what are you stupid <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so high speed jet bike snipers what's that all about yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad about that too because i you know gene stealer cults sort of have something like that i was like damn that would have been cool for eldar you know um, yeah. So I feel like this gives a lot to a Latok style builds to a lot of like really, really great variety in terms of unit selection. So you can stay within theme 
and not just have, um, you know, it gives like a new sort of classic choice. This feels like it's going to be an instant classic for an Alatox style army. Yeah, and completely unexpected as well. Like every, everyone kind of expects like upgraded aspect warriors and stuff, but never really expected a, a, a new sort of ranger scout unit. No, and I'll take it absolutely every day of the week. And it's good. It's good to get some new models, like new concepts. I mean, granted, this was like an idea in second edition, but I mean, we're talking like thirty plus years ago at this point. So, it's so old, it's new. But um, it is good to not just be like, oh, and there's more stuff that, you know, has been around forever. That's just finally out in plastic. It's like I I think they're sort of acknowledging, you know, you got to throw some new spice into the mix, too. I know Drukhari fans have wanted something like that for a while now. Yeah, yeah, I I think it's definitely good because otherwise the the pressure is just to replace metal or fine cast with plastic and not really add anything to the range but this is it's like really quite unique to the range yeah and very very eldar um, yeah absolutely so but there you know there's even more and who really knows how much more is on the way but um they also uh new guardians and this is one of those i didn't realize i wanted new guardians until i saw the new guardians yeah, so I I had mixed reactions. To these I was like, oh, they're, they're cool. They're really nice sculpts, and you know they're, they're very similar to what came out before. I don't need to replace mine. And then somebody sent me a comparison photo of the old ones and the new ones, <laughs> and just completely ruined it for me because these ones are stunning. When you compare them back to the old ones, they actually, when you in my mind's eye of what the old ones looked like, they looked like the new ones. But actually, when you compare the old ones to the new ones, they they really don't stand up against them at all. No, they really, um, they've done some interesting things with that. Like they're a lot more angular. Uh, the original guardian sculpt is very like, rounded off. Um, the helmets are, are a bit pointier, the angles on like the breastplates, the shoulder pads, um, all the plates are a little bit like more pointier, which gives them a bit more of a, a dynamic look and everything is just like more streamlined the sort of like vents on the backpack are pulled back it doesn't look like the body is like a two like the the shoulder the shoulder pads are like joined together like that's where the model is split in half um which i hope is the case because filing those shoulder pads is an absolute (laughs) nightmare um and the running poses Thank God, Eldar with running poses. Like as much as I like the new Incubi, I'm like looking at Assault Intercessors and being like, why can't the new Incubi look as I don't know dynamic <laughs> as these goddamn Assault Intercessors? Yeah. So so I was always think uh, I was thinking about uh, Dire Avengers are going to look old against these now. So I even thought about getting some new Dire Avengers and put the Dire Avenger heads on them. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think that would look absolutely fantastic, especially with like the running poses. And you could make some pretty sweet looking auto, uh, Exarchs with these models too, with the power swords. Yeah, and uh, for me as well, you, you kind of mentioned the Autox as well. You can make some really nice looking Autox here, like smashing different kits together, I think. Oh yeah, like for me, like the running pose, uh, a running pose Autark 
especially for my play style of uh, of Azriani. I mean, like I remember I've done so many uh, kit bashes with Drukari witches just to get that sort of forward movement into my army yeah. in terms of running poses. So um, these look up armored too. Um, they they look it looks like a sort of like heavier armor, which which looks good. Looks heavy, more heavy duty, but sleeker at the same time. They've done a great job of that. Yeah, this is a. I definitely think this is some of the best forty k sculpts that have come out in a long time. Like I've not been too blown away by a lot of the newer models, but these guardians and the rangers in particular look absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they've really smashed those. Yeah, and the new little uh, th there's like a new piece of war gear the serpent scale platform for the storm guardians we're excited to see what people think about that um oh man have you seen the comparisons between that and the uh like the old school um wave serpent oh no i haven't oh i can see it the the armor cast wave serpent yeah yeah yep yep that's what it is yeah, so you, yeah that is exactly what it is so you look at that and look at it it, it is pretty much identical yeah, that's on the cover of the uh, second edition codex for anybody looking for a reference image. It is. Yeah. So, and the heads are really nice too. And according to the White Dwarf article, there's going to be uh, 10 bare heads in there, which is like, I guess this is going to be like a Yonari thing, but the, the sculpts on the faces are really nice too. Um, they, uh, I don't know, there's like a nice, just strong look to them they don't look like wimpy elves at all no they, they, they've, they've done a really nice job of those like the ears and stuff as well they, they actually they've made them look elf like as well which is all space elf like yeah which I really quite like i'm just sort of noticing right now they're kind of protruding too which is nice yeah. from like a painter's perspective because sometimes you can paint over those ears while you're doing the hair and um you know you screw up that nice smooth uh base coat on the flesh and uh it could be a sad day <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just a really nice job on that because uh often they, they just get you know often I've, I've done painted them and uh not realized that the ears are actually there but these ones really do stand out yeah absolutely uh guardians guardians look great it's cool to see them with plasma grenades too um because i think like currently only the dire avengers have plasma grenades and i don't even think they're sculpted onto the models but um anyways so guardians getting a facelift fantastic i'll take it every day and um the last one that was sort of featured is the autark um not a huge fan of this model uh i, I am and I'm, there are parts of it i really like uh, I, I actually love the artwork that I've seen mm -hmm. uh, and the pose and the artwork. And I think had this model sort of replicated that sort of dynamic artwork, I think it would have been spot on. I think the sculpt's beautiful. For me, the pose just looks a little bit flat. Yeah, the pose is definitely flat. Um, I got to admit, I'm pretty disappointed with this model. Um, I just feel like with some of the stuff that they've done for... I, th I think we all are just, you can't avoid referencing it. The Age of Sigmar line is just out of control. Uh, like the dynamism and the imagine, like, you know, just like the, I don't know, just the inspiration behind it is sort of 
unparalleled in terms of like what they've done before and having painted like a huge daughters of Cain army like i just look at their baseline troops and be like this should be the baseline for dynamism and any sort of elf model from gw granted you can't have all of them you know looking like uh you know dark elf witches but i would like something a little bit more dynamic like some kind of an action pose um, like just swinging the sword or you know swinging her spear or something like that but Supposedly, there's going to be a wide variety of war gear options, some of which have not been shown off yet, so we can't say anything. I am really excited about that. It's good to have those options back because I was salty as hell when the other <laughs> Autark options went to Legends. I was like, look, the Autark is defined by the fact that they have walked all the paths. Like, that is what they are. They're all the aspects in one. Um, and so when we lost that, I was like, man, that, that really sucks. As cool as that other model is, is sort of like an art piece. Um, yeah. It's just like, hey, this isn't what the Autark is. So it's nice that they've given, uh, they sort of like recognize that. Because I honestly didn't think they were going to. No, it's it, 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 I, that, that's that's really cool, actually. I'm not, I kind of echo your points really about the... Um, the line of um, Age Sigma models, and just we see, oh, is it the Altharian, the the guy with like like the armor that doesn't have a body inside of it? Yeah. Like when you see what they do with that, and you think, you know, you could have done a little bit more posing on this one. Uh, could reserve a little bit of judgment because actually, often when I hope I don't see when I see something on the line, actually when you see it in person, you go, oh, now I get it. Sometimes the angle just doesn't quite capture it. So uh, hopefully it's a bit of that, but. Uh, I guess time will tell when we get to see in person. Yeah, I will say like on the positive side, like the individual elements, like the, the, the helmet, the armor, the, the cape, like the, the look of each like sort of element of the model is fantastic. Even like the size of the shoulder plates as sort of uh, nitpicky as that is. Like, I really like that. Like, I love the new Reaper launcher, the glaive. It's still sort of like, has a little bit of that chunkiness like prince uriel's um uh spear of twilight things like that but like sort of offset by a really slender reaper launcher so there are there definitely are you know really nice things about the model i just think the pose leaves something to be desired and i get that they're trying to recreate the um limited edition autark from fourth edition i actually have that model and that's a you know at the time that was a an amazing model but just like to see that and sort of like pushed forward into what they can do now. But, you know, definitely we'll take a new Autark. I won't complain. No, not at all. Yeah, it's looking forward to getting my hands on it at least. Right? So, uh, and especially if you've got those options as well. Because like I say, it's nice to have those options that have gone away for a while. Because I have a, quite a large selection of Autarks that I've made up over the time when you could uh, choose your own adventure. Yeah. And one last nitpicky thing to sort of nerd out about back banner thank you gw always like a good back banner <laughs> um i've got a lot of uh, uh white lions of cross uh transfers from the uh waning days of warhammer fantasy and i i gotta throw that lion uh sky high whenever i take to the field so i'm pumped to see that and i and it's something <laughs> i hope to see more of like oh man I want Asserman with a back banner. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he, he's got to come with back banners, surely. 
Yeah. So, but speaking of uh, speaking of Phoenix Lords, there was another uh, sort of teaser video released, which, and I can only imagine that they were teasing Mog and Raw and Dark Reapers. Oh man, it, it's, it's got to be really, hasn't it? Like that, that backpack bit they showed, and uh, they, they, I think they even showed the uh, the uh, Dark Reapers crest on there as well. So it's got it's got to be Mog and Raw. Yeah, and uh, Morgan Raw is probably the most metal dude in the entire Eldari family. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's an absolute classic. Uh, New Reapers, fantastic. You know, I will say, you know, just being totally honest, like Dark Reapers are probably like the last aspect I would like to see uh, make the jump from resin to plastic. But, you know... I'll take it, you know, 100%. Yeah. But, but Morgan Raw needs his own sort of uh, metal soundtrack that plays anytime he gets put on the table. Yeah. Come on, GW, make that happen. Like, they used to have their own music <laughs> license. Let's uh, let's get a bolt thrower out of retirement, have them put together a little Morgan Raw action, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's celebrate all the retro glory that is Morgan Raw. Oh man, I, I only imagine what uh, what that dude's gonna look like. Yeah, it's gonna be an epic, epic monologue, I'm sure. Well, you see what they did with the chains are and uh, uh, Drazar. Like those are two beautiful models, so that like this this thing's gonna blow them out of the water, I'm sure. Yeah, I got to admit, like the looked pretty fucking grim. Like his backpack, I was like, damn, that looks like uh, almost like what is it the like homunculus like back sump or whatever i was like that is a gnarly looking backpack if that's mog and raw so well, that dude went into the eye of terror didn't he so <laughs> oh yeah that's true save altanasar i forgot about that yeah yeah he's, he's seen some shit <laughs> yeah he really has uh, we definitely need bolt thrower to put together a mog and raw <laughs> yeah he's got more than a thousand yards start stare that guy Oh, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I'd be interested to see what they would do with him from, like, a lore perspective. Because if anybody represents, like, maybe, like, a Phoenix Lord more on the sort of, like, Inead side of things, probably be Morgan Ra, you know? Sort of like the Phoenix Lord of Death. So, I don't know. Anyways. So, did you think we'll get uh, Dark Reapers to go with him? I'm sure. Like, I'm almost positive that, like... What they're going to do going forward is Phoenix Lord attached to a new Aspect Warriors uh, unit. I don't know if they do that with like Shining Spears or Warp Spiders, which have never had a Phoenix Lord. Like Brian and I, like back when we were doing Splinter Mind, like a number of years ago, we did an interview with Gav Thorpe. And I remember him saying, I hope this isn't, you know, talking on a turn like remember him saying that like just as like somebody who was you know big part of weaving the eldar mythos like he didn't want like shining spears and warp spiders to necessarily have a phoenix lord just like i'm not saying that i think he said i'm gav was saying i'm not saying they can't have one but i'd like for them not to have one i'm kind of on the same page with him but i mean a warp spider phoenix lord would be pretty gnarly Oh man, that would that would make my day. Because there there is one in the uh, in the law, isn't there? In um, oh, I forget the the name of the book now. 
there was a book done probably about 15 years ago and uh it was set on a random craft world and there there, there was the the phoenix lord for the uh for the warp spiders in there was it is this like during black library era or is this like pre-black library early black library times hey it's canon let's go where's the model yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm drawing a complete blank now and it's really that's really gonna bug me but yeah there was a a, a warp spider phoenix lord in there imagine if he could shoot out of line of sight like a night spinner that'd be pretty rad <laughs> oh man here indirect fire boom, boom, boom. just jumping all over the table and stuff yeah it'd be epic dual spinners like super version of the exarch weapon that'd be rad oh man yeah and but like forearms yeah with swords on him. Yeah. yeah oh my god so yeah anyway, I, I don't think we'll get it this time but uh we can, we can live in hope hey yeah absolutely yeah absolutely uh hey you know what though it's like the fact that they're getting dark reapers out of the way like if you're gonna look at it like that means we're just one step closer <laughs> to the other aspects so oh, man yeah absolutely uh yeah so just warp spiders need warp spiders that's uh that's, that's my big jam i want those yeah, me too. Me too. Like warp spiders aren't even like my favorite aspect. They're probably like the aspect that I would be least likely to incorporate um, into my list. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I want them bad. Uh, like it, I would play them, but just in terms of like what I want for the Eldar line, warp spiders and swooping hawks are the sculpts that I want more than anything. Like warp spiders are just so exciting. You know, I think they're one of the, they have like, I think they're one of the most unique concepts in all of 40k, like a teleporting unit. It doesn't really follow too many sci-fi tropes. Like if you play video games or movies or whatever, you know, teleporting is sort of like a rare thing. And GW like incorporated that like so seamlessly into the sort of like Eldar panoply of war gear. And uh, they're just cool. Yeah, man. And I'm probably a broken record on this one, but the, uh, the Dawn of War 2 cinematic um trainer was oh, yeah. just amazing having that dude just run up there warp across shoot somebody warp across stab somebody then get shot in the face but you know that's that's fine we, we, we can ignore that bit but just yeah. the, the way that guy moves was like yeah yes that's how warp spiders do it and then i think it's like the sixth edition codex uh they play like that and i was like that's amazing yeah yeah the seventh edition book um i mean warp spiders were out of control in seventh edition but just like that is how they should play 100 percent. yeah yeah i was like that's was, that's was probably the best bit of rules writing i've seen sort of translating what i saw in my head to action on the tables like yeah they, they nailed that probably a little bit too much to the tabletop at the time though yeah like that was just like one of those things where points balancing and just like some basic rules errata would have really fixed a lot of that stuff and we're Luckily, we're like, it seems like we're returning back to that. Um, so it's been on a bit of a hiatus. Like I love the fact that they were doing it all the time in 8th edition. Um, I, and I, I hope that that continues now, like the quarterly, the quarterly you know, game balancing is, is, much, is much needed, especially with a longer wait time bet between codices right now. So, um, yeah. But I think uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up, isn't it? Oh no, we're not done or I, yet. Or I bloody missed something. Yeah, this this like out of all the little like 
seizure-inducing snippets that that trailer featured. The Avatar of Kane. My God. First up, it is beyond due. <laughs> a re-sculpt. <laughs> I mean, that model, like, I'm surprised they even took photos of that thing and put it in the codex. I don't think they did, actually, in the 8th edition codex. I could be wrong. But, like, oh, my God, does it need a re-sculpt. And that... The, the teaser images of that looked absolutely amazing. And by the way, the paint job looked immaculate. Like props to whoever painted that little tiny fragment of the spear that I saw. I mean, it looked phenomenal. For me, it was, it was the bloody hand. It oh, so yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm very happy to see that it looks like it has that more daughter uh, Daughters of Cain avatar aesthetic as opposed to the forge world aesthetic i mean don't get me wrong the forge world sculpt was was great but it looks more like rocky as opposed to like iron like it looked less like a statue and more like a sort of uh, okay. like lava man yeah okay yeah I'll buy that i've actually i've actually got that model so i'm looking at it now but so yeah man that, and that's got to be big that's got to be like demon primarch sized hopefully yeah i'll just say i'm very excited for the the avatar of kane i can't wait for that model to be released uh it's yeah it's gonna be absolutely rad i wonder what the the incarn is gonna look like uh next to it yeah because the incarn actually isn't that big a model it's tiny yeah i kind of expected it to be bigger but uh yeah, I, I'm hoping it, it does that justice because that is that is a model we've been waiting for for a long, long time. Like the current model, probably the same size as maybe like a heavy intercessor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like I mean it, it it's probably smaller than one of the new obliterators. Really? Yeah. I mean that's sad, but I mean this. Like, if you guys listen to, like, Chapter Master Valrak, even he is banging on about, like, he's been going on for about a year now saying that Craftworld Eldar need, like, a resculpt. One time he did this video where he went through uh, the GW website, and, like, his pronunciation was absolutely hilarious. Like, I'm not going to knock him, because if you don't know the Eldar stuff, you read these names for the first time, you know, you're speaking gibberish but like his reaction to the avatar of kane and <laughs> jane czar's old sculpt was absolutely priceless it was if you guys can find that video go and watch that and just seeing like an imperial player like he's about as diehard imperial as it gets commiserating with eldari it was classic <laughs> oh, i might have to go watch that one yeah yeah just uh i think type into like the search bar you know just new sculpts or something like that and you should bring it up i'll try and find it and put it into the show notes yeah do that do that get some extra views which always lacking <laughs> yeah oh yeah he's doing just fine <laughs> so that, i can't wait for that model that is going to be a centerpiece uh model and i and i, and I don't care uh, I'm just going to have that in my army because uh, it's that avatar freaking game. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, ben, you know, I'm starting to actually, you know, with the Howling Banshees that um, I'm going to be incorporating into a new campaign that we'll be running for the show, I'm starting to incorporate, like, actual aspect warriors into my collection. 
and whether they're sort of like, you know, from a, a narrative standpoint, just like, you know, sort of Yanari guys on loan, even if I'm playing them as a craft worlders or whatever, um, it'll be nice. Um, it'd be a nice excuse to pull an avatar of Kane um, into the list to have actual aspect warriors to sort of make it, have it make sense um, from like a narrative point of view. And uh, I mean, I just want it as a model. I, I had um, the Daughters of Cain one painted up for, for my Eldar. And, you know, I played with that like a few times and that was really, really fun. And I think it just adds a lot to the Eldar as like a line. I think it says a lot about their lore. It sort of instantly tells you something about their lore that you might not otherwise have known if you're not like a, you know, if you're not like really into Eldar because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that could be as many as like, you know, who knows how many people that have no idea what the Avatar of Cain even is. Yes, but I think it's one of those unique pieces that as soon as that's on the table, a narrative has already been told even before the battle started. Yeah. You know, some, you know, that the court of the young king and somebody's given up their life there quite horrendously to, to bring that thing to life for that tabletop yeah that's that's such a great thing about that avatar of kane yeah 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 it's sort of like a picture tells a you know pictures worth a thousand words type of thing um and i let's go let's get these models out like i'm hoping that all this stuff is coming like you know sort of like late winter early spring i have no idea that's not me dropping breadcrumbs i really don't know um so it's been a long 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 wait yeah and uh i think the article said that they're going to show new models every monday thank god i'm every monday so yeah i mean how long could that theoretically go on i mean i know there's like i don't know a pretty crazy if they're gonna do a new set every monday I'm, I'm happy to wait for a few more months to get that codex <laughs> yeah me that's, too that's, that's a lot of monday for lots of new models as long as they're not showing and this time we have uh the number three dire avenger <laughs> yeah exactly or space marine lieutenants start uh making their way into the mix yeah but... no definitely uh definitely looking forward to those models yeah absolutely it's been an incredible wait um i don't think like most players realize how many second edition models are still in the eldar lineup we're talking about like principal pieces of the eldar roster of units like all the phoenix lords warlocks i mean even farseers until a couple of years ago were ancient um a lot of fourth edition models still like there's a long ways to go but it feels like GW is uh, doing a pretty good job of modernizing some of these lineups. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely uh, still quite a large range there that can be uh, refreshed yet, isn't there? So yeah, so who, who knows what's going to be coming for the next? Uh, oh, who knows how many weeks of uh, reveals of new models for Eldar? But well, it's a great time to be an Eldari player. Yeah, it is. It's it, it is really really exciting, and obviously there's. You know, hopefully a new codex that will accompany all of this soon. I think we could safely say that that's going to happen considering there's new units. And um, it's been a long wait, you know. Uh, 
The Craft World book is one of the first that came out in 8th edition. I think that was about five years ago. So it's almost like back to a pre-6th edition and almost like a 5th edition wait period for some armies. And, you know, Chaos, oh my God, have they been waiting. Uh, Eldar, Tyranids, IG. Is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Like, those are some mainstay armies that have been waiting like a very long time uh for a new set of rules i mean god are they taking care of taking care of tyranids right now though like the crusher stampede holy smokes (laughs) you enjoying that yeah i was actually pretty stoked when we did that in playtesting i was like hell yeah do it (laughs) yeah i was uh i was listening to a podcast about that earlier actually it uh it seems pretty cool i've not uh, looked into too much stuff on them but uh it seems pretty neat yeah, I was listening to Manny Chima talk about it. He was all hot and bothered. Yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> <laughs> right up his alley. Power! Yeah. So, yeah. Well, cool, man. I, I, I think uh, I think we're all hyped out for that one now. So we'll just uh, have to wait for the next release, I think, for uh, maybe have to do a little top-up show of whatever, whatever reveal we get. We'll get like a, a weekly show of discussing the, the new reveals. Yeah, I'm down for that. And... Um... Speaking of uh, shows, we'll have a, we've got another episode that's ready to go, release like a few days after this one. So I'll get this edited up real quick, get it posted, keep it current, and then have something, uh, talk about Crusade, which is something that we can all sort of sink our teeth into while we wait for the new book to come out. Oh, my exciting times. Can't wait. Yeah, me too. So everybody stay tuned. Thanks for all the support. Love to see that you guys are, are listening and joining the Facebook groups and all of that. Uh, we'll have links to all of our social media in the description of this episode. And thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back very, very soon. See you next time.